Yep. I can see Andhra is at 50-60 years old and India qualifies for a 55-team World Cup uh, by hosting it. He's celebrating. <laughs> He's rocking. Yeah, he's chest-thumping <laughs> moment for Akash then. <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Injury Time Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything on Indian football. Well, before we go further, just wishing everyone who's celebrating a happy Easter. Hope you had a great time with your family and the most important thing, stay safe and stay healthy. Well, and now carrying on. Today probably marks the last episode for us uh, for the season. But hey, you know, like it said, every end could probably mark the beginning of something else and here at Injury Time. We could probably bring out something new in the off-season, which always ends up being longer than what the season in Indian football is. So stick around, uh, look out, and we could have something for you in very short time. Carrying on, you know, guys, this is a footnote special episode, a series where we try and answer all your questions that you've shared with us over the past few days. But but before we go ahead answering your questions, before we start the Sawa Jawabuka Silsila, there are two things that need attention and discussion. Two things that happened over the course of period since we dropped our last episode. First is the men's senior team, the national team of the country playing two friendies in Dubai. And the second, the dates for the latest season of the Indian Women's League, the Women's Football League in the country were announced. So we will begin with that and then we will move on to the questions. And to help me address these two aspects and also to answer your questions are three of the guys who have been following Indian football pretty closely. First up, Sandeep, who joins us after another long day of work, which I'm assuming is not yet done. Hey, Sandeep. Hello, I'm just about done. Uh, I was just waiting for you to, thankfully, thankfully that you went on a rant during the intro. So yeah. I managed to finish the time. Finish the time. I'm just giving you some spare time to finish off your work. Let's, let's say this that. Too concentrate like that. <laughs> and the other person joining us, Akarsh, a man who's somewhat under a COVID scare. Akarsh, how are you keeping up? All well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still, uh, I still have to get my results. This might be the last time you hear me, just for the listeners. Okay. Yeah, for the season is what he means. <laughs> and also, guys, before we move on and start discussing, we have a new voice this time around. Abresh Mina, who joins us also from Delhi. Abresh Mina, hey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Uh, Abresh Mina, before we move on, I'll let me tell my listeners that uh, you are, like us, an Indian football follower and a, a journalist with the New Indian group, right? Yeah. Right, so that's uh, guys that's Abresh Mina for you guys so let's just begin on first up the national team were in action two matches first against Oman which ended in a one all draw and the second one everyone remembers this a uh, 6-0 loss to the United Arab Emirates football Baba first up coming to you your takeaway from both the matches um very very difficult to have any positive takeaways um, I, yeah, I really liked our goal in the first leg. I think uh, the precision of that goal is something that we can sort of aspire to sort of achieve in the future as well. I don't know where we, why, why do we have this narrative around uh, keeping possession and playing with the ball, etc., etc. I mean, the, the best football that we've played across the last two decades is, has been this precise counter-attacking football. And uh, I mean, there was a time where, where we were playing passing football. 
but i really liked our goal i mean that is what we aspired we we, we pressed high uh, we quickly turned uh, possession into attack and uh, it was such a manveer is uh, i'm quite a fan of manveer because i think he has the presence and the technical quality and just the physique and everything to actually take over uh, and lead the lineup uh, so that was a huge positive uh, i'd like to forget the uae game completely i don't re- i don't even know what we were doing there uh, <laughs> there really wasn't any positives from that uh, all right all right abreshmana what about you man uh two matches two friendlies to say to let me just put it out that those were friendly should we look much into the result or should we look how the team it was a new setup right a lot of new players called up after the after their performance in the ISL so should we look more into this result um yeah i understand that there were new people but it's not like uh, they hadn't like they didn't know each other at all or they hadn't played at all they had pretty good time to you know prepare and everything and i think yeah i mean like stemat said i mean obviously it's experimentation so it's fine but still losing 6 nil is way too much even if you are experimenting right so yeah i mean it maybe not too much into the results but definitely if he is also looking to take out and understand his players i mean you we can also be looking at the results and judging the players right i mean he is doing the same thing as a coach correct right right hey right. sandeep uh, let me ask you this uh, stimaj uh, after the uae match in the last few days in the interviews that he's given out he said that this team has been is in transition and results will come down the line but isn't this something that we've been hearing since say a 2011 a team that has been in transition coaches have come and gone and every single coach who comes in says this is a transition period results will come down the line but when somewhat results start coming you just get rid of that coach and you bring someone someone new in see getting rid of the coach i am not too concerned about that but it generally the the narrative is ha ah, we'll give 50 people the, the caps and see who can fit in what and then go from there like whatever said and done constantine he knew his team by the time we reached the asian cup at that time he knew what kind of football he wanted to play and what kind of football his players could potentially play then that is very important right and look this whole stupid narrative that india can play passing football like the second coming of spain and all is just bullshit whatever uh, happens bullshit on that yeah whatever happens in isl the if you take out uh, jahu bedias and the uh, and the defensive uh, center backs and the uh, hugo bumus of the isl indian 11 indian players cannot play like a uh, mumbai city or a uh, fc goa or whatever it is because these guys sort of make up for the inadequacy inadequacies of our players now when you go to the international level and try to pass from the back the last uh, two or three goals against uae is because you couldn't pass from the back and there were a couple of times when they were not punished also in over the course of the two games and our best efforts so to speak has come even from youth system the asian under 16 against korea i think we defended for the entire thing and almost took them to the penalties Asian Cup uh, against UAE defended defended and almost uh, well we didn't make it but yeah anyway they defended for a long time and that was a decent performance to go and think that you can pass through a, a team like UAE is it's a little uh, naive i would say yeah another word probably stupid akarsh coming to you so this is what i gather from both the matches and having seen the team play over the over the course of past few years one you had a coach who played to the strengths of the team 
you had a Constantine who came out and said, bro, these guys can cannot play a passing football. Let me play to their strength and let me try and get results. And which he eventually did the fag end of his time as an Indian football coach. But here comes a new man, Igor Stimach, who says, I want to play this brand of football and I will drill that into the players, even though probably the players are not adequately fit to do this. So how does a national team coach approach the job? Unlike when it comes to club football, you have that liberty of getting in players, buying the players who could play the kind of football you want to play. At the national team level, you, you don't have that luxury. Yeah, I'm glad you put it that way because um, um, I think Constantine's approach was actually pretty smart and brilliant. I was not his supporter even till 2018, right? He used to pick players which would baffle all of us. How are these players in the squad? But essentially, when you look back at his entire tenure, Constantine ran the national team like a club. And that is the only way to run this national team because there is nothing in our calendar which supports the national team. I mean, the ISL did not even break uh, for national team matches for five seasons or four seasons. That is how poorly we the ISL treated the national team. Players wanted to play in the ISL more than the national team. Uh, what Constantine did is he chose the same set of players again and again and again. Uh, he sort of ignored a lot of better performances from other players, but he built a built a unit who had been together for so long. And that is the culmination of uh, sort of the, the performance in the Asian Cup, which was brilliant, according to me, at least for the first two matches. And, and we had cold feet in the third match. But in the first two matches, he was so brilliant. And that was a culmination of Constantine's really hard stance. You know, he took up all criticism. You know, your Sumit Pasi criticism, etc., etc. Then then played Ashik in a in a role which was completely out, which completely outsmarted opponents. I thought Constantine was brilliant. Uh, there is there is a bit of me who has sympathies for Steamach because I think the national team coach role is the toughest job in Indian football. There is no system that supports uh, a good performance for the national team, right? But e- even even saying that. Like, even if I consider this to be friendly, then I ignore the result, right? Even even if I consider that the performance against UAE was really poor. Like, this cannot be. For, for all your hype, for all the hype the Indian Super League generates, right? You you are telling me that there, are, there aren't, even, even a, as a second string team, there, is, there, there shouldn't be an Indian team which, ha- which was so poor, which would play so poorly. This is considering how much hype the ISL generates and how much credit it gets, right? I think I think it cannot cannot be both ways. Like there has to be there has to be some sort of realism that needs to come. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out is the hypocrisy here. Uh, yeah, sure, we shouldn't we shouldn't be sort of looking at the results, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? But the All India Football Federation over the last four years has hyped up every single result played behind closed doors, whether it be beating Argentina, nobody knows what kind of, well, I know, I know what kind of team Argentina played. Uh, we all know. Yeah. So, 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 and, and Italy, uh, Italy was the biggest embarrassment. You can see, <laughs> you can see Virinder Sevak's tweet. It has got gazillion thousands and thousands of likes. It is still up that, that we beat Italy. It just traveled. The information traveled. So when, when on the one, on the one hand, you are hyping up all these exhibition results, Right, and on the other hand, then you 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 sort of saying this shouldn't be a meltdown. It should be considered as a friendly. It cannot go both ways. <laughs> it it there there has to be. I mean, if if that's the way you've taught us, right? Every friendly result counts. Every friendly result means this is a new dawn for Indian football. 
now if you're losing 6-0 and you're telling me yeah, it's just a friendly then I'm not going to take that shit right I mean I'm just stepping up as a football fan I understand that friendlies don't matter although although the 6-0 result was particularly poor I felt from a performance standpoint not from a friendly not from a result standpoint I generally don't care about results but also that steam match so sorry the last point I'm going on steam match steam match does does steam match have a result in his have any has any result which which should sort of you know every every manager has this card you can play yeah yeah right i achieved this result right and that's why i can experiment i can do this and that steam match doesn't have that result yet maybe the qatar draw that was under him right ha ah, yeah. that was under him but he's he's gone on and uh, you know our world cup uh, qualification campaign is a complete mess probably the worst right now till for ages for no right? right and uh, and i just generally don't like his media posturing as well mm-hmm. so so while i have sympathies for the national team coach role i think it's a toughest job in indian football and there is there is no win in that role all right i think, I think building a profile from a media standpoint etc i think they are just trying too hard i i prefer a coach who can just you know little little be a little humble and work on the sides and constantine actually constantine actually stood up for the national team even in his first stint he stood up for the national team and when, when players were sleeping under were sleeping in a stadium right. in a in a very poor condition right. he stood up for the players then he stood up and called out the isl this time as well uh, i i prefer such coaches who are sort of challenging the norm right uh, but let's see yeah Well, Sandeep, let me ask you this: uh, Constantine, yes, a few of the team selection players that he called up were baffling to the world out there, like to the Indian football world. Uh, Rahul Bhaiya missing out despite his performance uh, in at the club level, draw a lot of drew a lot of questions. Then uh, one I remember was his persistence with Robin Singh during his earlier phase. These are the two things that stand up stand out for me. But uh, under uh, Steam Arch, he's called out the fan favorites. He's called out the players who somewhat performed. uh in air quotes in the in the domestic leagues but these guys the performance has not translated at the national level playing playing international football is a completely different beast isn't it is timas the right man for this job look i don't think it is our uh, job or prerogative to call for the coaches said i am never going to say a coach should be sacked or otherwise but there are some but things let me ask you this uh, 12 matches that he's played india's won just one and of the draws yes that qatar uh, a draw against qatar away from home was a big deal but apart from that the results doesn't show anything but maybe we are mis- miscalculating how about india is now let's break it down right indian football is probably around 16 to 20 best in asia the indian level of football for the national team let's say you are going to play in a tournament where top 24 teams are going to be selected so uh, i think you should make it nonetheless and then you are playing <laughs> look at the culture of indian football so there is such a thing as culture of football is people often forget like you make fun of mourinho for saying football heritage as he says but the thing it is actually something that is true like you be after every single defeat there is a fan meltdown saying coach uh, the coach uh, this is that uh, you know whole thing is going to shit nothing is working at the other end the the smart the be the i was going to say this is the ai ff people working there and uh, you know this certain uh, journalists and all will be like yeah, you know what you should not turn your back like you know magnanimously you should not turn your back on your national team when they lose all these fans in airports and all 
a fan investment is money and passion money so they are giving you so you are telling them not to be passionate also that doesn't make any sense to me on top of that you our football culture is what nothing is there we go to uh, everything everything we keep saying oh no infrastructure no coaching no this thing no that thing you think a sergey aguero played in pristine grounds and came up from argentina argentina uruguay worst worst places in terms of all these infrastructure and things but they have an amazing culture they play on mud mud grounds and whatever it is in these black tournaments in the small uh, places where you kick and pass and you know beat each other to get the ball that's the passion that they have and they come up from there so we have so many good grounds which are not used just go, go and walk around uh, wherever you are if you see a empty ground how many coaching camps are going on how often does those uh, you know the courts and these uh, whatever grounds get used for, for coaching and training and things of that nature we have clubs and other people who have their academy they'll come train monday uh, one hour every day or something like that hardly ever play proper matches so this is this will all escalate and come into a situation where this is where we are so there is no point in sitting and lying and crying about it once uh, things go bad and then all these agents will come and start talking about oh we can get a person of indian origin who are playing outside because afghanistan's got some of them uh, the uae has got some of them qatar has got some of them exchange like fellows what are you saying and just try and fix the problem right you bring one yan nanda from somewhere who's tweeting about indian football never in his life as he was one football game of india now he's tweeting yeah. about indian football and then you have all these other guys posturing you know what are you going to do they're going to come play 10 matches a year ask them to they're so desperately passionate about playing for india you give up your passport and you come here in tennis they had asked rajiv ram to leave the UK, US passport and come here. Mm-hmm. He was initially saying, okay, fine, I'll play for India. And then when they said, do you have to give up US passport? He said, no. And they moved on. Two things happened there. One, the AITA moved on. Two, these guys figured out, oh, okay, I, I've got too much things to lose here. I have a life here. The quality is better. Everything is better. I'm not going to check that out. Not everybody can make a life uh, like Akshay Kumar in India and not have an Indian passport. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it this really pisses me off this player of indian origin push push it and again it's just agents agents is pushing their agenda come on people wake up right sandeep uh, we'll go uh, we'll do a deep dive into pios in the few questions that we need to answer in the footnote part of this uh, recording but abhishek me are coming to you uh, taking forward this conversation i am coming to you with the next question mm-hmm. uh, sandeep spoke about uh, the lack of footballing culture in india per se but india lacks a sporting culture let's just say that right uh, if you keep cricket yeah. side there mm-hmm. is no sporting culture in this country with respect to other sports but despite that uh, there are a lot of uh, olympic disciplines per se who tend to generate good players o- over the course of period so what is that the footballing community or the footballing fraternity in india is not doing right when an olympic discipline an olympic sport can do that see actually you know, when you see or in overall terms none of the olympic sports except for maybe your uh, badminton which ha- which sparked a little uh, which which is also going through downtime right now but uh, apart from that you don't really have anything to harp about even in the rest of the uh, the olympic sports but p- particularly in football i mean like sandeep mentioned i mean you do need 
some sort of culture and you do you know it the system overall has to help the people around have to help and it's more about how much a kid plays right from the start for us as a nation um having a stable job or ha- you know earning some amount of money and living a stable life is far more important than you know going into uh, an uncertain arena that is sport yeah doctor ya so- ban jao हाँ मतलब हमारा वही है ना हमारा जनरली वही रहता है ना मम्मी पापा भी यही बोलते हैं बचपन से कि खेलना क्यों है मतलब कुछ यू नो फाइंड समथिंग स्टेबल टू डू एंड अर्न एंड देन सी वट यू वांट टू सो दैट इज हाउ यू नो वी लिव एज अ नेशन बिकॉज फॉर आस इट्स एज अ नेशन बिकॉज वी नॉट वेरी वी नॉट वेरी डिवेलप्ड नेशन एंड ऑल्सो इट्स इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर अस टू मूव अ हेड इन दो स्टर्स विच इज वॉट मेक्स इट वेरी डिफिकल्ट प्लस यू डोंट हैव रेगुलर tournaments or regular leagues for kids you know for from right from the start so it just gets very difficult to have kids ingrained with football skills which is very important everything like you know everything like akash said he doesn't care about results and he's right you know especially in the starting stage you don't have to care about the results all you should be caring about is the development but over here we harp so much on the results that we forget about the development bit everyone right from the start is not looking to win each battle people even kids just want to win somehow they're not looking at how they're doing or what they're doing every single moment or every single day it's so much result oriented that it gets very disorienting for everyone right so it's just it's it's just a mixture of all these things all right uh, akash uh, this brings me to another interesting point that you have extensively covered over the past which is age fraud in indian football per se that also plays a really crucial role like it it just stops or it just hampers this entire process in a really really bad way doesn't it yeah that that's why it's very hard for me to get excited or anybody even uh, an abrish mina or a sandeep who understand age fraud very well it's very hard to get excited about indian football you can call out any youngsters or oh, the future is bright etc etc but when you know behind the scenes that these players are actually much older than reality than 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 they portray uh then you have to factor it in uh and and some somebody we are crying out is is fantastic at the age of 17 is not actually actually 17 <laughs> and that will eventually neutralize 5 years down the line and these players will go missing or they are not going to be able to perform at the same level right now they are standing out because well they they have the they have a bigger physique they have uh, more experience also in terms of actual years lived um recently i got a call from somebody who's uh, uh, forming his own world cup batch for the year 2034 and i was told that even when they, they were recruiting at the age bracket 5 to 9 uh, half 50% of the players were turned 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 out to be age fraud later when they when they recruited set up everything and they brought them into one place 50% of people in the age brackets 5 to 9 uh turned out to be age frauds and the only way to solve age fraud was to start early uh to get them into the system early so that you you have their ages and you have their official ages etc and if it's still happening at the ages of 5 to 9 uh, then we really don't have hope and unfortunately the news cycle or the all the memory cycle is such that 
it doesn't matter what what we are discussing today won't matter one year down the line we are going to discuss the same thing and we are going to say it like it's it's being said as a new thing <laughs> there, there, there's there's no memory there, there's no sticky stickiness anymore in 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 the yeah. world when so, it's recycling the same old stuff over and over again let me just bring this topic to closure with sandeep sandeep let me ask you this uh, we've been following indian football for quite some time now and transition is a word that uh, team in transition is a phrase that we we've heard for quite some time how long before we actually transition into something fruit, fruitful i mean india will always be a team in transition because every young player who's supposed to be the next big thing 3 years down the line they stop being the next big thing now you can say whatever is the reason for it like you can look at udanta who has regressed you have you can look at ashik who was supposed to be a striker now playing as a left back so uh, when the first lineup came i was sort of hoping that ashik was one of the front three and uh, apparently that is again not the case so we keep transitioning because our sort of experienced players keep falling off the their form just keeps falling off a cliff and then you have to bring in the youngsters one after the other like who apart from say a sunil or a sandesh for that matter has stayed at that level for at least the last 6 years everybody it's attrition rate for the national team is insane so uh, we are always we sort of a team in transition and we are also somebody who gets very excited by the new team when you see a new player coming in listen we are all excited i see like if you look at it in a i mean i'll get a lot of flack for this how much has he done other than some fancy tricks and all that one goal that he scored or one assist he made one of the, i don't remember but like in terms of uh, you know conversion into like useful numbers goals assists not great sahal he pushed him to the moon nobody talks about him anymore it's a, it's a same with ishan pandit he's not played 190 minutes he's not played 45 minutes and we have already put him as this uh, amazing goal scorer yeah he had a good run but let's see him what there is a reason why if he's scoring that often that yuan fernando still didn't choose him even when igor angulo was not fit so they these there are things that we have to look at it in a holistic manner but we just get really excited by the next big thing and the, let's see the let's face it yeah uh, pr machine is insane the way the things happen here you feel like we are you know competing with south korea right they are at the cusp of the world cup but that's not the case right so uh, we just have to we did it. it's a good pr for the whole 10 young boys got a first chance 11 young boys got first chance 23 players in one year from scott uh, uh, city it's good pr but how much does that matter but that's all that matters so that's all that matters like it's why can tell like, me one giving... thing why would india even release the fact that we were trying to go to the asian sorry the copa america uh, yeah sure or if we were going to get sure you got, you didn't get it and the reason is like oh our world cup qualifier is at the same time if the world cup qualifier was not at the same time australia only would have gone <laughs> so these are just random things and some tweets and all they send is just ridiculous and i i get into trouble all the time with the aff for this but it it's just the way it is Are you blacklisted? Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is what it is. Like you have to can't move, go away from facts. So that's just the way it's going to be, man. You'll just be team in transition. Hopefully, at some point, 
there will be seven players who are consistent and then you can have a, mm-hmm. we can sort of build a team around well uh, that about the men's team but uh, moving on to women's football the indian women's league the latest the dates for the latest season are out uh, it begins on the 21st of this month 21st of april in odisha abhishek uh, would you like to take us through what can we expect at uh, this edition of the competition how important it is given that the indian women's team will be playing the afc asian cup which india will be hosting in 2022 um i mean apart from maybe some scouting for memol rocky not much uh again the game time the amount of games that these women are going to play is way too less to have any significant impact uh they'll have they'll have the league and then they'll have a few more camps and a few more exposure tours and then they'll be in the wo to abhi bhi chal raha hai na they are already on a tour if i'm not wrong yeah exactly so it's that is how the cycle is that's the cycle i mean even this time i mean uh, what like it's beyond anybody what aff has done the qualifiers with the qualifying criteria also um like i i think everybody saw it on twitter only like there there are way too many questions um and i mean it's like there is a set criteria in the beginning and then it keeps changing every day uh, as as and when whatever they like to do so it's just very <laughs> frustrating and very confusing for all those people who religiously follow it you know even as even as somebody who follows women's football in india if i am you know following the qualifiers and i'm looking okay these people are going to play directly in the final round and then suddenly you come to know that there are cho- there are few chosen who will play in the qualifying even if they've had a proper league like proper in terms of aiff proper league so uh they, even then they are going to play the qualifying and then god knows what is the criteria of people who are going who are directly making it to the final round i mean it, it's just it's just very bizarre i mean i mean i think uh, jenny posted it on twitter that the pondicherry the team that won indira gandhi that the team that won from pondicherry women's league they played 10 games and they were only allowed to play in the qualifiers and not the final round why because the criteria was a minimum 6 matches in the state league they played 10 which is perhaps more than most <laughs> so I, i it's it's just very bizarre the whole organization bit is really bizarre which kind of makes it really difficult to understand follow and really you know be passionate about Yeah, go on. Go on. T- t- tell me, Avrish, me. I think there uh, wasn't there a special committee or alliance and all that formed to sort of uh, think about this, and they also sort of reached out to um, journalists and other enthusiasts like you. Hmm. How, how does that work out? Uh, nothing much comes out of that. Uh, everything just remains in discussion. <laughs> nothing really happens. What this thing so, really happened? What What is this thing again? I don't. uh no there's this uh, women's alliance sort of thing where uh, you know you kind of like everybody from aff officials to everyone comes together and discusses what can be done around the uh women's game in the country but it's all on discussion level all the time yeah like the whole indian football itself <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sadi, uh, let me ask you the next question. Uh, we are talking about the Premier Women's League in the country. 
and this is a league that you covered if a two two seasons back when it was it was held in Bangalore. What was last it season. like? It was last season. It was twenty nineteen, right? Not twenty twenty. No, no, twenty twenty. Just before the whole all the restrictions. Oh, all right. Okay. So, uh, could like could it uh, talk yeah. about it? How was it? I really enjoyed it actually. Uh, there were some really bad teams, but that is to be expected. But the good teams were quite good. The Sethi FC was yeah. good. Tripsa was good. I'm big yeah. fan of Tanmay Grace. I'm in love with her. She is an amazing footballer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Gokulam, yeah, they like sort of an all-star team. I didn't think they were that great. I thought Tripsa was better, but uh, they won it in the end. But yeah, dude, the thing is, like what Agresina said, it's damn funny. Like in Kerala, Gokulam is going to a qualifier because there is no. Women's league at all. Say to one day league, I think within the criteria that the AFF said they needed, but they are going to the qualifiers. Tripsa didn't even take part. They had some falling out with the, the local league, but they have been given a chance. That's not because. Uh, no, there can I button there? Uh, Kripsa, Kripsa has gone missing uh, from the latest set of fixtures. Oh, they have. Oh. Why yeah, the, nobody knows how else. they're just not there in the latest one. So the conflict of interest in work. Yeah, Bermuda track. Sorry, the conflict of interest. Just go missing. The assistant coach of the national team. There is a yeah, conflict yeah. of interest over there. So suddenly yeah. they are there. Then I guess there was an uproar, or some people may have asked questions. And then they gave two slots to Kerala. Travancore, I think, yeah. is uh, another team. Hmm. Without playing a single single game. But Karnataka had an amazing local league, women's league. I, I was there for a few games. They did a very good job. A lot of games uh, went down to the wires last year. Yeah. They have only one slot, which uh, Kickstart has got. They, although they expressed the, the two clubs there, Mathu Pratishtana and Misaka, expressed interest. So yeah. there is no rhyme or reason. That's what we're doing. There will be someone saying, they, they, they are. and then they'll be like, ah, you take it. And then the other person will be like, Mujay Pisa, they are, oh, then cut it from him and leave it to him. So, that kind of, uh, <laughs> that kind of an attitude. And Travancore yeah, has exactly. some, please go and check who all are there in the management in Travancore. Might be some eye-opening uh, information over there. Well, Abreshmita, let me ask you this. Uh, India is like, the Indian Football uh, Federation, the AIFF, is, uh, beating out, is boasting about the fact that they are promoting women's football with the under-17 women's World Cup being coming to India next year, then the Asian Cup. But ground reality is that the basic league, the domestic, the premier domestic league of this of the country, is in tatters. What kind of a message does it send? It is. It again, it's not inspiring at all, right? I mean, like I mentioned, I mean, if you follow the game, it's very uninspiring. And about the under-17 World Cup, also, I mean, uh, I just want to know how much game time these girls get anyway. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, after the previous, like the because of the because of COVID, when the um, you know under-17 World Cup was cancelled, and now they've got the next edition, mm-hmm. and they have to have a completely different team because the same girls can't carry on. Correct. So where is that team? Where is that team? Any work on that team going on? None. So you don't have so, you don't have a team, and there's a World Cup coming. 
yeah so it's just it's just bizarre and then they'll have uh, op- open trials and then they'll pick somebody and either they'll pick somebody from you know you have uh, your afc under 16 championships that happens once a while so you pick some people from there and then you have open trials and then you pick people so it's there is no sense into it there is no structure again there's way too much lack of structure so how do you constantly generate Uh, you how do you constantly get players or how do you constantly improve the national team if you don't have any sort of structure in place and you don't even like you know have consistent flow of players coming in you know young players coming in you have nothing you have nothing i mean the amount of game time senior girls get is way too less i mean what your uh, the previous edition of the iwl was 21 21 24 days i think and uh, you your national championships go on for like what a month that is all that's also because there are lots of teams but then if you individually see how much game each team gets it's like barely three or four if you don't reach the you know the next round so the the amount of game time is so less that it's very uninspiring overall just having the national team go on exposure tours is not going to develop the game well this ex- it's just that yeah this exposure tours weird with the men's team or with the women's team is all just a facade i think like akash has been, has been talking about it for a very yeah. long time ghumne jaate hain log thoda bahut khel ke aa jaate it doesn't help anyone in, in any any respect right akash yeah it's a, it's a, just a short term fix to try and try and avoid embarrassment in a in a comp- is it even a short term fix i don't see it as a fix for anything hi it's it's a short term fix because uh, you are basically sort of fast tracking the n- amount of game time uh, a team gets before they enter yeah. a competition otherwise they won't get any game time so it is a it is a short term fix it has no relevance to long term it is to save your face in a competition that you've won and that you've sort of that you're hosting uh without really on merit to be honest uh because if you think um like i i understand where you know how abrishmina is talking about women's football i mean <laughs> the the more i the more i sort of find out from people like abrishmina and uh, philarima as well who's who's i hope i'm pronouncing her name right Uh, yeah. but she is the one who created a twitter thread the more i find out the more i get enraged because you have to understand how how isl dominant our ecosystem is as long as what that 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 one game is coming on television every night nobody cares about anything else yeah i is it isn't 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 it was an img reliance also responsible for all of indian football but um yeah so so everything everything that happens is is happens in this sequence right somehow afc or fifa show us some interest in hosting something which is about uh, sort of 6 years before the tournament and 2 years before they decide whom to award suddenly we realize are now that they're showing interest we have to show something so it's it's like uh, yeah. if if sandeep visits my home and my room is a mess just because of his visit i will clean it up or for for a temporary fix and then it will go back to normal later right uh, that that is what we do i mean when we were awarded the under 17 men's world cup after that 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 was the condition on on which the youth league was created can you believe that a football association or federation did not have youth leagues or the vision to have leagues under age leagues they were forced to do it because they were supposed to host the tournament 
the same way the the interest on women's football is is similar because because you 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 have this carrot of being awarded certain competitions so yes, when the under when the under 17 women's world cup got postponed for for from from um, uh, what what was it 2020 right november yeah. to 2021 uh, first uh, so first to 2021 now that's gone mm. to 2022 right mm. so the, even i i tweeted i i tweet in a very sarcastic way but it was true relief champagnes in the aff office because they don't have to give a shit about women's football for another year <laughs> that's that's the only reason they they give shit they gave some shit to for the, for the under 17 batch and everything right and now like abrish mina says koi idea nahi hai ko chal raha hai wo kahi pe there's there's no two of those uh, under 17 campers who i don't think made it to the final if there was a final batch Uh, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't it, it was under selection i mean it was still under sort of uh, the the group was large i think i don't know yeah, the, yeah, yeah the group the group was large the group had some uh, 28 girls i think uh, okay. obviously they weren't like there was still like they were in camps and all uh, before you know covid Yeah. so the exposure tour is just a uh, every every, also every, to... every discussion we have on indian football is sort of a uh, it it stems from the fact that we don't have a domestic structure we don't have our own exactly region, whether it be pios or exposure tour or everything is the root cause is the same yeah and so you know they... just to add in uh, sorry just to add in to the exposure to a bit i mean why i don't understand why do we go so far away for exposure tours when uh, our standing in asia is nowhere and we can actually <laughs> play against uh, teams nearby and actually get probably better uh, you know in terms of the quality of game or the uh, learning that we'll get uh, quote and quote is would probably be better i mean even if we just play bangladesh's women's team na uh, we'll we'll see how tight the match is because bangladesh's uh, women's uh, football structure is uh, better than ours yaar abrish mera ye kya keh diya it's like indian streaming of a european vacation please see our songs only some and even like these uh, in the movies when poor people have romance they go to switzerland so how can aff and football players go to europe that's the basic samjha karo yaar although although sandeep is joking but this is this is true we are very europe obsessed with yeah with infrastructure infrastructure with development with everything every, everything we are very europe obsessed and we don't really like there are there are easier ways to sort of get game time um, exactly if you if you remember once uh, sorry i'm dragging this question a little longer but if you remember you the under 17 men's world cup team went on an exposure tour for two years mm. they came back they played against minerva punjab who was the okay. winner, of that, winner of that batch uh, yeah. in the youth league and that one game created so much controversy because i think minerva won yeah, yeah. from that game from that game alone the camp had seven players from from the minerva team who hadn't yeah. gone to exposure tour but directly selected from that one one single match 
and and the final 21 had four players from that one single match so you took you took a bunch of boys for two years of on an exposure to you came back you played an exhibition against the top topmost youth league side you the 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 league youth league champion and you got four players out of 21 from that one match it tells you how underutilized our own you know we have players here you can get game time you don't need to fly all over the place yeah. i understand you flying all over the place for facilities and you can you can use it in a different manner but when you're playing all in because this this is the only way it is just it is just silly it is just silly this is this is also it, it also goes back to uh, that olympics question you had you had asked yeah. which i think we had answered mm-hmm. the kind of sport we excel in is always an individual sport correct because somebody can yeah. somebody can just work in isolation despite the system forget everything you have money you can work in isolation you get training and you can compete like that person can probably doesn't even need an indian affiliation that can that, that person can probably compete as an independent and you well, your abhinav bendra is a shining example of this did everything by himself yeah, exactly in the, in the olympics i don't see a, i don't see the team sport sort of ever sort of coming up because because we just don't have the vision to have a team sport because our our, our vision is always this get get a bunch of guys send them to an island and then train them and they'll be world class people <laughs> i wonder i wonder why 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 the rest of the world doesn't do it i mean do, do do we not wonder that do we not wonder why the rest of the world has has these systems and leagues why do they waste time on all these structures and leagues and systems kya matlab what is this akash this is the indian way mm. this is the indian way of doing things well on that note uh, i think we can move on to the questions now because there are some really interesting questions and i think these discussions will carry on when we try to answer that uh, those questions first up uh, we have a question from uh, one of our listeners called navid sandeep this questions for you uh, do you think the gap in the phys- physicality of certain players against teams like the uae is a cause of concern for the national team so there is two ways to look at it right uh, Constantine during the Asian Cup, uh, specifically and multiple times, said our physical numbers in terms of runs and stamina and all those kind of things are at par with these with these top teams. The point is, we run too much because our first touch is bad. Yeah. So we keep running all over the place, and we don't know when to press. Like if you see that game, uh, UAE game, you were pressing, but. The press is not at the right time, so your front three are just running. Yeah. The midfielders are not running, and then suddenly the midfielders are running, and the defenders are not running, and then suddenly everybody is running back because those guys have got the ball and the transition very quickly. So that it's not so much physically that is a problem. Yes, we have a lot of players who are small in stature, so sure, like you need uh, someone like a Rowling Borges or maybe Ashutosh Mehta in your team. Or even a Mandir Singh, as opposed to a Jerry, to for the lack of a better example, so that in set pieces and all we can defend, because that is one thing. Height might be a problem because a lot of our players are coming uh, from the northeast and all are not very tall, but and Indians generally are not very tall, so that might be an issue. But in terms of purely physical attributes and energy and uh, effectiveness and all, I don't think we are too far behind. But again, our technique is what the leaves us, forces us to do extra work. Because you do you remember the SAF Cup that we lost to who was it? Nepal? No, Bhutan. Afghanistan. No, no, Afghanistan is okay. We lost Afghanistan. They are actually pretty decent team. Okay. But their coach also 
uh, scouts i league just by the way yeah, yeah. harun amiri and uh, sharif are playing in i league oh yeah right they may have all these uh, players of foreign origin or afghanistan origin whatever it is mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. they do scout players from i league also just that i i for the systematics to here <laughs> the point is like they are right up there in terms of physical attribute but technically so the soft up thing was the number of times our players on the wing took a first touch and then took another touch and the third touch to control the ball and then we are used to seeing uh, high level football right on tv and then you see this mane trapping the ball in one touch and turning in the next and we take three touches to trap the ball and then we'll think about turning before that somebody will come so that's why we keep running more so physically i think we are fine we probably up there in terms of uh, fitness well moving on uh, next question football baba this one's for you uh, this question is about the national team but a little far off uh, navid wants to know can jj lalpeklua make a comeback into the national team oh of course he can but it's very unlikely if he couldn't find a place in the east bengal lineup where a 17 year old in brackets plus minus nay plus 0 to 5 years plus plus 17 year old was playing ahead of him just as a placeholder because somebody had to play that's how that's how robi fowler had approached the season and jj could could couldn't even find a spot in that team so he's a long 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 way away however our striker crisis is such that you can't really predict what happens koi bhi aa sakta hai ha any anybody can come but if if after all this and all this all this hype and all that and you know so many players coming up if jj's if you're going to go back to jj uh, then i think we should sort of have a moment of self reflection yeah well uh, that answers your question yeah, it will be an amazing comeback story you can find it on aff.com <laughs> all right well, let's carry on no, like we need to keep the jokes at minimal i'm just laughing the entire recording here uh abhishek mina the next one for you this one comes from trevor pereira he wants to know was it wise of coach steemach to use so many new players against a better quality opponent like the uae uh and carry on with his experiments uh, or else he could have just done his experiments against weaker teams if and when they end up playing a weaker opponent for say uh i mean it also depends on the fact that how many games the national team gets to play anyway right i mean uh, I, like i said like i am not too much for consistent constant experimentation that stimach keeps doing but also if he wants to experiment he gets these games only because the national team doesn't get to play too many games so I mean, it's it's like it's a dodgy bullet. I mean, I am not too for so much experimentation because at least for the amount of time that he has been there, uh, he should have at least his basic, like the basic uh, set of players that he really wants. But uh, I mean, if if and when he chooses to experiment, I mean, he gets these games only. So you can't really pick him, pick on him for that. Well, Abhishekna, since you said that, let me bring the next question also to you. This one comes from Roshan, and he wants to uh, know uh, if Steemach has found his say eleven to fourteen boys that would play for his Indian team. I, I think he has. Uh, I, I mean, if not for uh, say your uh, the 
like uh, Sunil Chetri could not make it to the tour. So he would have been there. You have Jingan that he definitely wants at the back. You have Gurpreet that he wants in goal. So I, I do think that he has a basic like set of players in his head. But they may not be 11 to 14. I think it's just about like 5 to 6 that he is completely sure about. All right, all right. So, uh, moving on to the next question. Sandeep, this one's for you. You comes from uh, a handle named Dr. Gloom. And his question is, uh, Sandeep, do you think that the current crop of players in Indian football are technically better than the previous two generations? That's a difficult question to answer. Give it a go. Yeah, in some ways, at least... It's a difficult question to answer because uh, earlier there were a lot of players who were technically very sound. A lot of goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very technically good. A lot of uh, Kerala players who subsequently, if you look now at the Kerala players specifically, most of them who do go to ISL level or national team level rely very much on their uh, physique, like speed and power. Their uh, skills are not as polished as an IM Vijayans or a uh, Anjeri's at that, so to speak. They were not, it's not that level or a VP something. But now, with the Northeast players, their skill is very, quite highly developed because they have a thriving local league. They play, if you are an ISOL player, you play close to 50 games. You can play it close to 50 games. I don't know if all of them do play. But because of the local leagues plus the I League and things of that nature, you get to play a lot of games. So that's that way they are able to develop a lot. But I won't say. I mean, it's tough. It's a very tough question to answer. Because Renity was phenomenal with his uh, free kicks and, uh, you know, the dead ball delivery. Then you, you had Steven Dias. You had Steven Dias, yeah. Another exceptional uh, dead ball specialist. Mm-hmm. And so, there are really good players. You had Eugene. We, we forget mm-hmm. how good Eugene was because he just burst on and went off. Like, what I would say, right? Like, on the point of Eugene. Our players are not able to sustain. I touched on this earlier also. Right. And there are examples like Eugene is there. Um, all the injuries can help him. Reno, Keegan, um, uh, Balwant, all these players who at one point looked like the next big thing but couldn't sustain that level of performance. So maybe... It's even JJ thing. for that matter, right? Yeah, even JJ for that matter. So maybe it's, it's a mental thing. Like maybe they... The whole process is you have to work. You have to work and keep working to go up and up and maintain that level. Like the more famous you are, the more closer you are marked. So you have to get more, uh, more and more out of yourself. So maybe it's a mentality thing also. Let's hope that changes it as it is. All right, all right. I hope uh, that answers your question, Doctor Gloom. Well, moving on to the next topic, where uh, a lot of our listeners have asked this question. That is, PIO, a player of Indian origin which has been the talk of the town ever since India lost uh, to UAE, a team that had two players, naturalized players, of which one ended up scoring a goal. So, uh, Akash, let me bring you the first question, which also comes from Dr. Gloom. Uh, this is not a lot to do with the PIO, but he wants to know why aren't players from India, Indian players moving out to other Asian leagues? What's the problem? Um, the problem is that Asian leagues have a limit on foreigners. It is that simple. Point one is that nobody's really inviting Indian players. Uh, point two is even if they want to, the Asian leagues have a limit to foreigners. The European leagues don't, which is why you have an opportunity in Europe that your there is there is no such restriction. So this is this is one of the basic things that people sort of forget 
about why people why indians try europe versus why why they try they don't try asian um in any case the asian leagues have higher quality and they don't really need to invite indians but even if you want to try and get it to a thailand or uh, some of the southeast southeast asian countries you are restricted by the home ground rule so which is which is not the case in it's 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 that simple right now and also can the indian players get paid a lot more in the isl than if they go abroad because the uh, market value if you are of that level that you are getting interest from abroad they will get a higher wage packet here so if you are in in player you know 10 years 11 years you might get a playing at the top level make as much money as you want so that that about why indian players are not going out to the other asian leagues the next question sandeep this one for you uh, i remember you had a conversation on twitter with this man uh, roy aran who wanted to know so his, this is his question it's a pretty long one i just read it out i know your views regarding pio but what do you think are some of the positive arguments on the side in favor of including pios it's not like that we want to add random africans and south americans like everyone else is doing see this is this is the point of pio right it's a cop out for the federation and to act if that is an option but to be fair india does not support dual passport so if you do want to get a pio you have to change policies now why law of the land needs to be changed yeah and all because three or four uh, agents want this to happen and the national thing was like stimatch's reason why stimatch was picked apparently was the knowledge that he had on indian football surprised the selection selection committee and he should know no the level of the players also so the moment you come here then you start talking about uh, pios and things every time we lose one lost to guam or oh, pios one <laughs> lost to uae or oh, pios but when you do well and get to asian cup and almost make it and all you're like oh indian football what a league that sparked it all and uh, all that crap well, you haven't so, you know, that 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 was the catchphrase no yeah, league that sparked it all very finished last in asian <laughs> cup group okay so Wait, actually that was wrong <laughs> let tell on the performance but factually that was wrong absolutely but even there cold hard facts if you look at it i i was very proud of the way india performed in that uh, competition mm-hmm. but cold hard fact is like you finished dead last in the group right and in a group where a third place team could have potentially gone to so uh, that's the level where we are and pios again how much of a difference is it going to make how many are desperate to come and play here so what happens let's say yan danda or dani bath or someone comes so what happens to the indian center back who barely gets chance to play but is somehow managing to stay in the team he doesn't get a chance so now i are we going to complain the winger that played uh, 20 games in the isl is not chosen because this one guy from swansi came so where is where does it send like we will always complain because that's just the way the world is we'll find some reason to for some excuse or some this or something that and one argument i heard from someone was uh, we need players to have like uh, kids to have posters of players who they can look up to look up to sunil chetri look at what is this poster ha uh, exactly like look up to bai chung he's gone abroad and played in england which is no easy task huh? true sunil has gone abroad and played in portugal and in us and his latter half of his career after 28 is the most impressive one and that's mm-hmm. phenomenal at 36 nobody is better than him in the country a 36 year old man 
is better than every single player in the country so look at these players and you know look at sandeep singh and whatever limitations he may have as a center back he has made himself into a, a national team player who's absolutely key for the national team look at mm-hmm. players like that this sunil grew up uh, idolizing uh, the players that he saw in in, in and around uh, kolkata and delhi when he was growing up there are players who talk about uh, eugene being uh, someone who they looked up to and all the youngsters are looking up to current national team players so it's not like you don't have people who have done well in our system that is worth looking up to absolutely or else you look up to lionel messi that's okay also and see if you and if that inspires you whatever works for you man you don't need to have an indian player only to inspire you right correct well akash what about you do you see any positives in this whole pio argument yeah there are positives i buy if, if, if there is every man for himself which, which indian football is about then let's get in pio so that i can see india in a world cup before i die because that's the only way i'll see them in a world cup par bhai wo to hone wala hai na because we'll end up hosting a world cup very soon Uh, and that's true. Yeah, I, I doubt, I doubt we'll host a senior World Cup. The amount of cultural change that needs to happen in our society for that that to happen is just immense. Um, so anyway, but but see the positive argument. Well, it's not a positive argument. The argument is that there are countries who are doing it and gaining an edge. So the entire Qatar team that won the Asian Cup is like that, right? Yeah. The laws of land or or any how i mean it's a, it's a it's a competitive edge thing so i do sympathize with people who point and say that the these these countries are doing it the the problem is that those countries may or may not need to do it while as while while we are sort of we'll we'll take that we if if that is if this is allowed we will stop our even 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 the little bit of things that we do on our domestic structure it will entirely stop uh it will just become that alone right uh it will only be pios and only ocis or however you want to say it right, right. overseas it in the india i think it's a something i, I like, can it's a, it's a it's again it <laughs> same thing it stems from a failure of being able to do things on your own uh in in india but what a what a think about it what a, what a what an incredible failure it would be for a nation of what 1. Point, how much how much are we now 1.4 billion uh for to to, to rely on players for 1.4 1.4 billion to rely on players from out. exactly it's it, it is a cop out like sandeep said it is a, it is a bailout so obviously the laws of the land are not going to change because india wants to play in a football world cup and i particularly despise agents uh, who raise this only to raise their own profile uh, over the course of the last few years this has happened a lot there's this one so over the last yeah, yeah. few years whenever this topic has come up there has been an agenda behind most things there have been foreign agents who want to promote their player um, i think there was once this wolves player danny bath sorry bath yeah so so that that particular agency also has a sports platform to wo full on full on promotion they did about bath uh, just just to promote the player uh, i don't think they had any intention of him playing for india but in general there are there is just uh, vested interests in 
uh, bringing the PIOs up. Same, same is the vested interest in uh, sort of lobbying for foreign referees to bring foreign referees to India, etc. Because somebody is making money out of it. And obviously, fans are taken for a ride in this. So while I see, while I the only positive, the only positive argument is that other countries are gaining an edge, and unfortunately, we can't do anything about it. So we might as well focus, keep our head down, and if we want to achieve something, let's achieve it our way, so that we can be proud of it. In any case, there's there's such little to be proud of. Whether we play an Asian Cup competition or whether we play a World Cup, every time it's it's because the competition has expanded. Uh, right now, FC Goa is the first con- first club to play in the Asian Champions League. But of course, the last six seasons, the, there have been clubs who have done the same thing, but haven't had that opportunity. I mean, FC Goa has, has finished top of the league, right? So there have been teams who have finished top of the ISL, but yeah. but because because the competition hadn't expanded then from 32 to 40, that's why they're not getting opportunities. So again, we are doing some chest thumping that this is the first time and we've earned it. It's always like that. There's very little. I don't even feel enough pride in in a lot of these achievements which we portray as achievements. So you might as well try and get some pride in, right? Mm-hmm.